welcome to Leader of the Club, all the Disney news you need to know from two Disney geeks. I'm Jessica. And I am Hula. Happy holidays, Jess. How's your holidays going so far? It's it's going, you know? It's, it's an interesting year. We're going to go check out some Christmas lights in San Diego tonight, do a little drive around um, situation. Should be fun. I'm excited Good. for that. Um, but you know, okay. it's going. How's yours? It's going good, you know, just uh, wrapping presents, sending out Christmas cards. Like, I feel like this is the final weekend because next weekend is the weekend before Christmas. So I might as well get all I can get done this weekend. So, you know, that's what I've been doing. I still have to get Christmas cards made. So you are. (laughs) I barely, barely just got them back. I just barely got them back. So not too far Thank God for Walmart. Because last year that's what I did and it. I just walked in, grabbed them, and left. And I I did it all in a day, I think. And it was awesome. Same Anyways. with Costco. Same with Costco. You just put it in, yeah. boom, done. Costco's <laughs> great. Um, well, I don't think we're going to have anything to talk yeah. about today in the podcast. It's been a really slow uh, Disney news week. I don't think, you know, there's nothing going on. <laughs> Thursday? Okay. Nothing. nothing big on Thursday, no. Um, so let me give you a little insight into my life on Thursday. Okay. I was in the middle of our two day St. Jude Radiothon, um, with KSON, which is a lot. It's a big thing that we do every day. It is a long couple of days. Um, I'm usually working a lot and I had a lot of work to do because COVID, a lot of things were different and I was the only one allowed in the studio. So I was working a lot those two days. And then suddenly everybody's blowing up my phone, blowing up my messages. Did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see this? Did you see that? And I'm like, oh my God, I don't have time for this. Please, everybody go away. I'm like, couldn't Disney wait? I am here trying to save children's lives. And Disney is announcing all of this mind-blowing stuff. And I don't have time to have my mind blown yet. I saw your Instagram, um, we'll call it, um, it wasn't like a full-on meltdown, but you were like- It was a meltdown. It was a straight-up meltdown. (laughs) I just started screaming into my Instagram because everybody was messaging me. So I'm like, I'm just putting it in one place. Everybody, I, I know there's Disney stuff. I don't have time to talk about it. I really wish I did. But I can't right now. I'm trying to save children's lives. Goodbye. Like, this was one of those days. I was like, I can't, you guys. I can't. And then it kept going, and Disney kept going, and then The Mandalorian came out, and then it was like, boom, 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 boom. It was so much on Thursday. So I loved it. If you guys missed it, which, get out of uh, From Under the Rock. Um, Right. Disney had a big investor day uh, presentation for investors. Uh. This um this is usually something that does have something some new stuff that comes out of it, but holy moly's, I was not expecting this. The level of news that came out of this day felt like it should have been at a D23 or any one of their conventions, uh Comic Con, something like that. It felt like it should have been Comic Con announcements or Star Wars celebration announcements. But because we didn't have any of that this year, I think all of that news got funneled into this. Is They were like, well, let's just do it at this thing. And with all the Disney Mac or the HBO Max stuff, they were like, that's what it was. Hold my beer. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I think that was the catalyst is when HBO Max was like, 
uh-oh, here's Wonder Woman uh, streaming on Christmas, which was kind of already said. But then I was yeah. like, oh, by the way, all next year, you get Suicide Squad. You get, you know, this movie and this movie. And it was like, wait, all the DC stuff is coming on HBO Max? And Disney, yeah, for sure, Disney's like, <laughs> no, wait. Just You're wait. so cute. That's cute. That's cute. That's cute. You're cute. You're Here's cute. the five million things that we're going to do for for everybody. Which it, I loved. It I loved. was my I literally I still this morning as I was going over and prepping for this podcast was finding out stuff that I didn't see two days ago it was so much news so we're gonna try to break it down for you as best as we possibly can um and give our reactions because I think this is basically there's a couple other news things we'll touch on here and there um Uh But this is really going to be what we're going to chat about today. So <laughs> everybody, you know, get a drink and uh, we can get started. The first thing that they started with uh, was talking about, and I see my notes are already bad again. Oh, I'm sorry. Raya and the Last Dragon, they announced, uh, will be released yeah. on both Disney Plus and in theaters on May 5th. Um, it'll mm-hmm. actually be the premiere access, which means it'll be that $30 extra if you want to see it. And then um, later they probably will put it for free on Disney Plus. Um, but just they like are, Milan. yeah, just like Milan did. Um, and now I don't know if they're going to do that with everything that they're bringing to Disney plus that is a feature film. Um, but it's very possible. Cause I think they were happy with what they got back from Mulan. So we might uh-huh. see more of that. They might trade off depending on the movie. Cause like, as we know, soul is going to be out Christmas day on Disney plus. Um, right. and they're not putting that as an extra, as the premier access extra. So, right. We'll see how that goes. Um, they also uh, then announced a bunch of different things um, with FX and Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. uh, start, first off, they said that there's going to be their star. They're going to have more star stuff, I guess. I think that's star and star plus. I think it's not a U.S. thing and it's not like the channel star that we know. It's a oh, stars. That- yeah, stars. Um, this is Star and Star Plus. It's for international markets. So that has, gotcha. and that's where their adult type stuff will be on, like the Americans um, and that kind of thing. Those will mm-hmm. go on this Star and Star Plus, uh, and that's for international markets. Um, but some okay. of the things that they did announce for Hulu, um, they're going to uh, have new series. One's called Only Murderers. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. only murderers in the building. It's going to star Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, which I will watch anything with Steve Martin and Martin Short, so in. Um, <laughs> I don't want to go too much on these uh, just because Disney is our main focus, but Hulu is part right. of Disney, so just that's why we're talking about it, and that was part of this presentation. Um, the Dropout, starring Kate McKinnon, um, which is based on a true story of... Oh, and I already forgot her name. See, this is why... I. T- I prep and then I forget. We are it's <laughs> one of those things. Um, it's based on the true story of, I thought I put it in my notes, um, Elizabeth Holmes um, and her company Theranos. Um, so it's kind of based on a true story starting Kate McKinnon, who you know from SNL. SNL um, right. Dope Sick starring Michael Keaton, Peter Skarsgård, and Rosario Dawson. 
Nine, Perf uh, Nine Perfect Strangers, starring Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy. Um, these mm -hmm. are all things coming exclusively to Hulu. Uh, they also announced that Handmaid's Tale has been renewed for a season five, and season four will be dropping sometime in 2021. Um, I love Handmaid's Tale. I'm a season behind, but it's such a good show, and the acting is beyond incredible. Um, so they announced those. They also talked about series that are coming to FX on Hulu. Um, old, the Old Man, starring Jeff Bridges. Um, all the American Horror Stories and American Horror Story series um, from Ryan Murphy are, are going to be available on Hulu. Um, Platform, a, quote, innovative scripted anthology series, is coming from B.J. Novak, who you know from The Office. Um, Reservation Dogs uh, is currently in development from Sterling Har Harjo and Taika Watiti, whose name you will hear multiple times today. Um, and also The Last Man starring Diane Lane. Those are all series coming to Hulu. So that was just a little quick Hulu news. But now let's get into the Star Wars stuff. Oh, and oh, wait, what happened? I didn't have the screen on and didn't realize you were gone. I don't know what's going on. I think the ghost of uh, Christmas past is bugging my system or something. But uh, because I was uh, looking on the same thing that you were reading, and then I don't know if you mentioned the whole Kardashian. And then I think that's oh, when. Wait, it's what like Kardashian thing? Oh my God, I'm so. Hula. And now you stopped again. Okay. Kardashian signed up to do a Hulu deal. So they will now, they're no longer on ET or what were on? Um, oh, e. That's they are now. With Hulu, they are now all the Kardashian stuff is now on Hulu. So, is it the series that keeping up with the Kardashian series or these new the series? Whole, um, it's according to what I'm reading here, it says uh, Variety reported um, that Kardashians, uh, what does it say here? Um, Disney teams up with the Kardashian family in multi year Hulu deal, and basically. Where does it say? It's talking about old stuff, about 2017. It says Hulu 2021. Hulu currently, whatever this is, is uh, Disney CEO Bob Chepek added to the platform has exceeded our wildest expectations. And yeah, I guess they're moving everything over to Hulu. They're going to have the Kardashians on there. Just the whole Kardashian well, thing. That makes sense because the production company that does Kardashians is Ryan Seacrest Productions. Right. And he's very much in tied with um, ABC and Disney because he does because uh, of Ryan American Kelly. Idol. And, and, and American Idol. Idol. Yes. Yeah. So um, that that would make sense. That doesn't uh, surprise me. But wow. Wow. There's more. Well, they're getting everything. Disney's getting. But I mean, I think now streaming services are like the, I mean, I guess whatever. They can thank COVID for increasing all subscribing, you know, subscriptions. I mean, it's true. It's, I, I think COVID has definitely changed the way we are going to consume things from here on out. I mean, streaming is what everybody is going to be a part of. That's crazy, though. It's just yeah, crazy so to think about. Yeah, um, so so Hula, let's go into Star Wars stuff. There might yes. be a couple Star Wars things. I mean, I'm only ex I'm excited about all, and yes, we've talked about it in the past. I need to get on board with the animated series um rebels and Clone you know Wars. all of that stuff because right because a lot i mean uh, rosario dawson come on come on <laughs> you're excited that show so alone yeah that show yeah. alone so um Ahsoka, and come on 
what yeah what hula is referring to is they did officially announce an ahsoka tano series which is something we suspected was going to happen i mean if her first episode was not a backdoor pilot it's i mean come on that's basically what it was um so and we had reported last week that she had signed on for a lot of stuff with disney so um we saw that one coming um but holy moly is everything else we learned (laughs) um starting off john favreau and dave fillion uh dave filoni why do i say fillion because there's dave fillion anyways john favreau and dave filoni are developing original an original series called rangers of the new republic um it's set in the timeline of the mandalorian we're anticipating this is going to be kind of um possibly like those x-wing rangers that we saw maybe cara dune's character um from right. from that i don't know though because people are really upset with her i don't know if they give her her own series um mm. right Interesting. now yeah, yeah we talked about that in a previous podcast of why people are upset with her yeah and i just don't i don't know if that's something that the fans will really get behind because mm-hmm. of unfortunately it you know it is that's the climate we're in right now where that kind of thing happens mm-hmm. um so, you know, it, it'll it'll be interesting. But the um, Haley, who's on our Facebook uh, live right now, just commented crossover possibility. And absolutely, the rumor is that all all of these shows, the Ahsoka show, the Rangers of the New Republic, and Mandalorian will eventually all be crossovers. Which um, is great. Have, I mean, like, yeah. you know, like DC kind of started it on the CW with, like, all of their shows, you know, with The Flash and... Supergirl and you know Arrow and all of that universe uh, and people, you know it went really well for them. So why would you not do that on a streaming service? It makes total sense. Yeah, those uh, those DC crossovers for those shows in the on the WB are are huge. So mm-hmm. I anticipate mm-hmm. that we'll see a lot of stuff like that within these shows. Yeah. Um, moving on to even more stuff because holy moly's, <laughs> um, where do we do? Leslie Headland, uh, she's known for the original, the Netflix original series Russian Doll. She's going to helm mm-hmm. the Acolyte. Um, it's going to be a mystery thriller, a mystery thriller set in the High Republic's final days, exploring the sinister secrets of an emerging of an emerging dark side power. Um, the High Republic is something that we're going to be seeing a little more coming up. It's kind of a next era within star wars that they're going to start exploring with some books coming up soon now this is okay. this this is the era about 200 years prior to um the prequel tr- trilogy so we won't be seeing characters we know um okay. but this is showing how the jedi went from the dark to the light side and the split of those two sides so this is what we'll probably be exploring within this series. So that kind of sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, Lando Calrissian's getting his own show called Lando. Thank you. I, Is I it going to be, do you think it's going to star Donald Glover? I think so. Um, there's been no official word, but that would make sense. Um, it's currently in developing in development with Justin Simmon. Uh, he did dear white people, which is a fantastic show on Netflix. Um, they haven't confirmed yet who, if it'll be Billy D. Williams or if it'll be um, Donald Glover Lando, but I would anticipate it being a Donald Glover Lando series, uh, right. which I am here for. I <laughs> I love me some Donald Glover. I love me some Childish Gambino. Uh, so I think that is 
I think that's a win for everybody because there mixed there was really mixed reaction from the solo series or the solo movie. Right. Um, right, I enjoyed right. it. I just thought it was fun. It was a fun movie. Um, but there, right. a lot of people didn't like it, but I think everybody loved him in that movie. Everybody that saw him loved said that he was the best part. So being able to explore that more and explore more history of Lando, like how did he get a cloud city? Right, right. Who knows? You know, right. we're going to get that history. I think there's some really fun stuff that we can um, explore there. So I'm excited for that. Very cool. Very cool. I can't wait. Me too. Um, there's also one called A Droid Story. Um, this will be an anime series coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, it's with produced by Lucasfilm Animation and Industrial Light and Magic. It'll star, of course, C-3PO and R2-D2 and a new hero who they are going to be a uh, droid hero. I'm assuming, um, because it's a droid story, uh, that they will be uh, kind of uh, mentoring. So No, no, it's somebody we don't know yet. It's a brand new character. Um, I'm assuming BB-8 will be in it eventually. You know, he'll have, because why not? Um, No release date yet for this, but that is another series. Then they started going, how about movies? You guys want movies? And they gave the most epic, epic introduction to patty patty jenkins movies uh she is going to be doing a star wars movie it's going to be called rogue squad squadron which i i think my husband my husband cried twice really he he cried when he heard it and he saw that there was a video and then when he actually watched the video he cried again he is so excited um he is such a big x-wing fighter guy um but if you haven't seen the video definitely go check it out she talks about how her dad was a fighter pilot and actually yeah. uh, died in combat um, um, uh, for for our country. So she's always wanted to do a fighter pilot movie. And like she's tribute. always wanted to do a Star Wars movie. So she's getting to do both. That's awesome. Which Good is for her. so cool. And it's a really cool introduction. She talks about it. And at the end, there's a reveal and she's going on to an X-Wing, and it's great. And if you don't know who Patty Jenkins' off name is, she directed the Wonder Woman movies, which right, um, right. we'll be seeing 1984 on Christmas Day, which I can't wait for. And the first one was probably, I would say it's the best uh, movie from DC. the DC universe. 100%. Absolutely. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, also, uh, they didn't talk much about this, but they did say after her movie, the next Star Wars movie we'll be seeing is another Taiki. Taika Taika Watiti. It'll be another Taika Watiti project. Just, I mean, Disney has must love working with this guy. And I'll be honest, I everything I've seen him do is fantastic. Um, Right. I mean, he really reinvigorated the Thor movies Uh because the first one was good, the second one was, and the but. Thor Ragnarok was so much fun, so good. Just a, a wonderful way to reinvigorate reinvigorate that character. That right. I'm excited to see what he can do with Star Wars. I mean, well, he was already been start part of Star Wars. He was he directed an episode of Mandalorian. Um, right. He was the voice of IG88. IG88. IG. Yes. The yeah. The droid. Yeah. The droid. Gave his life uh, during the final episode of the first season of Mandalorian. So, you know, he's, they love him and he, his movies are great. Jojo Rabbit is stupid good. 
Um, I'm excited for you know Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Like I'm ready, ready for it. Bring it. Well, we're gonna get into that later because we got more news on that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know so much. Did not stop. Um, they also talked about Star Wars Visions. It's going to be an original series of animated shorts. Um, they look like they're going to be anime. Uh, they're done uh, going to be done by the world's best Japanese anime creators. Um, okay. uh, so these will be different shorts, not a full storyline, a bunch of different shorts um, that'll start premiering in 2021 on Disney Plus, and it'll have 10 episodes. So we'll be able to see some fun animations of some of our favorite characters and in different lights and see them in different ways. There actually was a version of Clone Wars that was done in an anime style that's fantastic. Oh, um, wow. Uh, so if I think, I don't know if it was a season, but I don't know if it's canon. I can't remember the story behind it, um, but they're beautiful animations. So it'll be fun to mm-hmm. see and explore that. Um, we also got an update on Andor, which is the Kans. Oh Kans- yeah. Andor. Kans- Uh, We got a little scissor rail. They've just started uh, production on that a couple weeks ago. And what was really interesting about the sizzle reel for that is they kept on putting this emphasis on, even though this is a series, we're putting as much work into it as a movie. This is basically a movie. This isn't just a series, which I think is really indicative of what Mandalorian's been doing and what they are doing with these Star Wars projects. And hopefully that'll continue um, the level of care and dedication and level of detail um, except for, you know, the episode where they're in San Bernardino Mountains. But I think they just ran out of money. <laughs> stop. Um, stop with that episode. Bothered me so much. You mean last, you mean last episode, you know, yes. the tragedy. But yeah. still, I mean, granted, they were in the San Bernardino Mountains or whatever. But I mean, you guys, uh, there, there's one series you're still not saying that I'm super pumped about. Are we talking about Bad Batch? No. About Bad Wait. Batches? Yeah, I'm excited for it. No. So- let me go back to Bad Batch. So then they also showed a sizzle reel for Bad Batch, which I can't remember had been officially confirmed or not, but everybody kind of suspected it. It was these group of characters that they introduced um, in the like the last season of the Clone Wars that they brought to Disney Plus earlier this year. Um, and they are a, uh, a batch of five clones that mm-hmm. had different were different than the rest of the clones. And so they called themselves the Bad Batch. And it was a really, I thought it was really interesting. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do with these characters. And it looks like this story is going to follow um, uh, what happens after the Empire rises, after uh, the Republic falls, and and what happens after that. And also in the sizzle reel, we saw Finnick. And it looks like, we're going to get some backstory more on Finnick, a.k.a. Mingal Wen's character in Mandalorian. And it looks like we're going to get some backstory as to where she came from, what her situation is, why, you know, in this last episode, they she said she was wanted by the ISB. Why? And right. I think that's what we're going to learn in this. I love the fact that, like, Disney is now, like, I, I mean, granted, they were already doing it with the prequels and you know, that kind of got Marvel going and Marvel doing their connections and then the streaming services and stories are intermixing and kind of forming this really long timeline. And now Star Wars is getting all the backstories and all these other characters and their really long timeline. So to be honest with you, I really don't feel like they're, remember how we talked about or people are talking about they're going to do another trilogy and it's going to be like a completely different 
parallel maybe universe. I don't think so. I think we're going to stay on this really long timeline. Well, yeah, I mean, we're getting to explore other characters besides just the ones that we, that know. we know. And I think yeah. that is the one thing that got lost on the newer movies is that it was just the same characters. And so I think that's why people are really excited because they're excited to explore. You know, as much as I love Luke Skywalker, as much as I love Leia, you know, we're ready for a different story. And I think that's how it's really, you know, the Mandalorian has really invigorated the Star Wars franchise because it's something completely different. You know, it does have those threads. Right, right, right. It has those threads, but it's not, we're not following Han Solo. We're not following we're you not know? hearing about Ray. We're not hearing about right. anybody, you know, right now. So it's right. it's cool. I mean, you get like little side things like, oh, there's Boba Fett, who you know from the Star Wars, you know, and the, you know, all that stuff. Um, Even but then, yeah. how much do we officially know about Boba Fett? We're finally going to be able to learn about Boba Fett. Well, that's true. Like, how the heck did he get out of that, uh, scar- the, uh, the pit, you know, like, and yes. how did he lose his armor? Like, I want to know more about that. What's going on with that? So I think I now remember what you're talking about. Speaking of old characters, we're talking about the Obi-Wan show. Is that what you're excited about? Yeah, where they officially confirmed yes. Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. How interesting is that going to be? You know, it obviously it's, it's going to be interesting in the sense that obviously if they're bringing Hayden back, they're going to show more face. It's not going to be a lot of Darth with the well, helmet on. You would think about, I mean, granted, well, Mandalorian. No, his, face is, his face is like completely burnt off. But I mean, I would think, I mean, why would you bring back? I, I mean, know. at this point, it, the movie has been so far away from, you know, the last movie has been, it was a long time ago that you could easily recast. But, you know, to bring back Hayden Christensen, I mean, James I love him. Jones, James Earl Jones, <laughs> do the Star Vader. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, that's classic. But I mean, I like, I loved Hayden Christensen's portrayal of Darth Vader. It like was interesting. Of, of Anakin, yeah, Anakin. He was great. I think his best showing was Revenge of the Sith. I didn't like Attack of the Clones, but that movie had problems from the beginning. I think Revenge <laughs> of the Sith. I think the Revenge of the three movies, Revenge of the Sith is the strongest on its own. Um, and his acting, especially towards the end, is very is a lot better than the other ones. I mean, I get chills every time I see him walk into that room with those little kids. I can't handle it. it's a bad it's a bad situation but it'll be interesting to see him again in the star wars and it's because i felt like for years he kind of backed away from it like he was because people were so mad at him they were hateful of his portrayal real hateful but i think people have turned around um Mm -hmm. and he actually came to the last star wars celebration and oh. looked happy to be there and excited. And the fans were excited to see him. Things had really kind of turned. Um, because right. here's the thing. And I don't think of the I don't. I grew up with the original trilogy. I grew right. up with those original three movies as my hardcore. That's what I'm watching. Those are right. my jam. Those are my movies. Right. People that are younger. They, when they grew up, those first their first exposure to Star Wars might have been the prequels. Like my it brother, that's how he got into them. It was the prequels. So right. he has a different feeling towards the prequels than I do. And now that generation has gotten older into their 20s. You know, so they're the ones that want to see that. So that's, right. I, think that's, I think that's where it's coming from is 
because I, I was teaching for a year. Why? I don't know. And um, and all of my students loved Anakin Skywalker. Absolutely loved Anakin Skywalker because they could relate to him more than, you know, and that's how they were introduced to the Star Wars universe for those prequels. And well, now those kids are getting older. Right, right. But um, I think, though, a lot of people, like, at the very beginning when Star Wars came out, obviously we all fell in love with the main characters. And then mm-hmm. to have change is, like, it was everyone hard. hates change. It's hard. But now, you're right, with the new generation coming in, and then now, because of the streaming services and the Mandalorian and a lot a lot more people that were the, you know, are the OGs of the, the trilogy, the original trilogy, like, mm-hmm. are now used to change so much that they're... Right kind of re-watching those prequels and, and, and changing their minds about it. You know what I mean? Like, cause I know a lot of people when those prequels came out, they were angry. Like, Oh my gosh, it's not the same. It's horrible. I mean, like angry about it. I still and so now people are, I still don't, I don't care for the prequel trilogy for the most part. I have come to appreciate more. Some of the stuff in it. Liam Neeson is fantastic. in the first oh, one, right. so um, I, like I said, Make I think we're through. Made, oh, great. Love having Samuel Jackson in. Um, yeah. Love being able to see uh, Yoda fight. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and um, you know, it just it, a lot of that kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see, um, just to see what they do with this Obi-Wan series. So it's set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Right. So right. what are we going to see? Are we going to, what is he doing? That there's a thought that maybe we might get more Ahsoka in there too because he does know Ahsoka, um, but Ahsoka doesn't know that Anakin is Darth Vader. She doesn't know that until later. Um, okay, right? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think. No, wait. She'll find no, out. No, she doesn't know. She does she'll find know. out. Maybe yeah, that's when she'll find, find it's, out. It's about the same time period. It's about well, she found out on um, on Rebels. So, which is about the same time period. So that okay. makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So yeah. So that's all just the Star Wars. We're not done. Nope. Not even. We're not close. even close. Oh, and before I forget, as I was going back through my notes, I forgot. They also announced for FX, this is a big deal for a lot of people, that they're doing an alien television series. Um, Interesting. Uh, which now technically Fox, which is owned by Fox, which is now part of Disney. So uh, they're going to be doing an alien television series on FX, um, which a lot, there's a lot of hardcore alien fans out there. So they're super excited about that. You know, the franchise um, was first made by uh, Ridley Scott. Um, There's a lot of people that love that franchise. So that was another thing that they announced during the event yesterday. All right. Mm -hmm. I think we're done with star Wars. Um, I think I think it's just going to keep going. So yeah, uh, the majority of the stuff. If you didn't, if you live oh. under a rock and you, and you didn't hear what happened on Thursday, then you'll yeah. You, we said most of the news. Well, that was just Star Wars, but then we're right. still at Lucasfilm. Um, they talked a little more about Willow. Um, basically, that it's going to be um, a series for Disney Plus. Uh, directed the pilot will be directed by John M. Chu. Uh, who also uh, directed Crazy Rich Agents, and that's coming to, uh, 2022 uh, mm-hmm. to Disney Plus. Uh, also starring Warwick Davis, um, which is awesome for him. They also talked about the next insta- installation of the Indiana Jones franchise, which will be coming in July of 2022. Um, as far as we know, I believe this is already in pre-production. It should start filming oh, in the next month or so. Um, and James Mangold is going to direct it. 
he directed Ford versus Ferrari, which was out this year. Um, and Harrison Ford will return. And then also within the Lucasfilm um, area of Disney, uh, they <laughs> talked about um, Children of Blood and Bone. Um, it was a New York Times bestseller, best-selling novel by Tommy Adiemis. Oh, my God. Adiemis. I hope I pronounced that right. I'm the worst at this. Um, but it's being developed in um, by Lucasfilm in the partnership with 20th Century Studios. Uh, it's a coming-of-age adventure that follow, follows a young African girl's quest to restore magic to her forsaken people, the Magi. So that's another thing coming from uh, Lucasfilm. So this is all just Lucasfilm. Right, right. We have a lot more to talk about. Uh, first <laughs> off, uh, this, we'll do this one quick. National Geographic, uh, which Disney owns. Um, they talked about a few things that's going to be coming to Disney Plus, um, in, uh, including a, custo- or, uh, a uh, documentary about the legendary explorer, Jack Cousteau, called Cousteau. Um, <laughs> genius, Martin Luther King Jr. from executive producers Brian Grazer and Ron Howard. Secret of the Whales, narrated by Sigourney Weaver. A Real Bug's Life, um, a documentary, you know, Bug's Life, which is a Disney uh, Pixar film. Now, a real Bugs Life documentary, America the Beautiful, uh, Limitless with Chris Hemsworth, created by Darren Arons, Aron, Aronfusky. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's a thing. Chris Hemsworth. Cool. Right. Uh, Welcome to Earth, um, a series which Will Smith embarks on an awe-inspiring journey to unlock the secrets of the planet's most extraordinary, unexplained phenomena of nature. Mm. So there you go. So there's all your... National Geographic stuff. Now we're going to just Disney Plus projects. Um, Some of these I read about today and went, what? (laughs) Um, The Mighty Ducks Game Changers starring Emilio Estevez and Lauren Graham. We've heard that they are going to be doing stuff. Now this uh, looks like it's going to be a straight to Disney Plus project. It's not a movie um, that'll be going to theaters. It's just, uh, I believe it's a series uh, that's coming to Disney Plus. Turner and Hooch is getting a reboot. I saw that. I can't wait to tell my mother. She is a huge Turner and Hooch fan. Nice. Um, starring Josh Peck, which when's the last time Josh Peck's done a movie or a TV show? So I'm excited to see him back. Um, he did that show a while ago um, where he played the single father and uh, John Stamos was in That's it. right. That's yep. right. I like Chris, Josh uh, Christina Mulan was in it. I, I remember watching that. I can't remember what the name of the show That's was, but I remember right. watching it. It was a pretty funny show. I like Josh Peck a lot. I love Drake and Josh, so I'm in. Ah, gotcha. Um, Big Shot, starring John Stamos and Yvette Nicole Brown and Jessalyn Gisling. G- Gil- Gilzig. I am so bad at pronouncing things today, and I'm still kind <laughs> of, like, dead. Um, uh, the Mysterious Benedict Society, co- starring Tony Hale and Christian Shaw. I needed to look up what this was because I wanted to make sure it why I was wondering why Benedict Cumberbatch is not in it. And it's not that about Benedict Cumberbatch. It's actually a, um, based on a book series. So. Ah, gotcha. Not about Benedict Cumberbatch and his rise to fame. Sorry. Who then turns into, um, what's his name? Uh, Dr. Strange. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's two, there's two Benedicts in Dr. Strange. You know that, right? 
There's two Benedict Cumberbatches in Doctor Strange. <laughs> There's two men uh, named Benedict because uh, um, obviously Benedict Cumberbatch and then Benedict Wong. Hold oh, on, the, yes, the yes, the one that played Benedict uh, Wong, yeah. who played Wong. You know, yeah, got uh, it. clever name. Anyways, so uh, it's not e- about either of those Benedicts. So there you go. <laughs> there it is. There it is. In case uh, you're wondering. They also announced that Hocus Pocus 2 is officially coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, Adam, Adam Shankman is set to direct. No official word on casting, but it's, I believe, safe to assume that our three original witches will be back um, for the sequel. So, fingers crossed. I'm excited about that. That's the one that my phone really blew up on. I'm like, really? That's the one that's going to blow up? Not these 12 million <laughs> Star Wars ones? Or the Marvel stuff? I know. It's like what's happening. Um, in addition to Disney, uh, to Hocus Pocus two coming to Disney Disney Plus, here's some things that I didn't even see until today. Um, they're doing a Three Men and a Baby reboot with Zac Efron. Yes, with Zac Efron. Yes, yes, I saw that. And I am so in. It's not even funny. Like Random. I, I can't wait. I think that's going to be fantastic. I just, I can't wait. I think Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron. You can't go wrong. That sentence is the best sentence. No, because, you know, there was three men and a baby and then three men and a little lady. So obviously this is going to be a completely new reboot and new. I'm curious to know what this is all about. Yeah, Yeah. I'm excited. Um, So, yay. And that's going to come out 2022. Um, Safety, a film inspired by the former Clemen University football. Safety, Ray um, McEthribe. Uh, debuts and Disney Plus and uh, on just oh it's out, already out it's oh out. I saw that it's out yeah oh. I, it's, it's out already yeah I, I, I mean, I'm wanting to see that so uh, yeah I, that yeah, looks hopefully. good um they're also going to be doing um th- uh, three new original movies inspired by the real life stories of Chris Paul Giannis Antetokounmpo I apologize if I said that right. wrong and uh, Keenan Lowe. Um, all basketball players, I believe. Uh, so they're going to be doing movies based on their lives. Um, Flora and Ulysses, a film set, uh, a film that will see a young comic book fan and her superpowered squirrel sidekick team up, uh, will de- debut on February nineteenth, twenty twenty one. But not Squirrel Girl. Just so you know, that's not Marvel Squirrel Girl, which is a real character. And if you don't know who Squirrel Girl is go do some research because she's great. And it should have been Anna Kendrick playing her in a movie, but that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cheaper, uh, cheaper by the dozen reboot with Gabrielle union, a diary of oh. a wimpy kid franchise is getting an all new animated film in 2021. Um, they're doing a new ice age film, um, which right. Disney now owns Fox. So that is now a Disney film, which is crazy. Um, the, so Ice Age, the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, that's coming in 2022. And an animated night at the museum is coming out in 2021. Here for that. Oh, my my wife loves those that, uh, I anim- that series. So, yeah. I do, too. And I, I don't know why. I just adore them. They're so good. <laughs> They're, such fun. They're just fun movies. And I, I recently sat down and watched all of them again. And I went, yep, these hold up. They're just good movies. I Did really you talk about these other, you already talked about, because I, I remember how I dipped out at the very beginning of one of the segments, but mm-hmm. um, 
You already talked about the Tom Hanks one. No, we're getting to that next. Oh, we're not gosh. even at the Disney stuff. I only talked when you dipped out. I only was talking about the Hulu stuff that was coming. Okay, that's what I. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so let's get to that. Um, they have Disney officially announced a prequel to The Lion King. Um, is in development from Moonlight director Barry Jenkins with the music from uh, with music from Han- Hans Zimmer, Pharrell Williams, and Nicholas Brittle. Um, I think we talked about this once about the Lion King prequel. I can't remember it was if it was pre-COVID or post-COVID that we talked about this, but I remember you and I talking about this. Yeah, and I it, think it was pre-COVID. Yeah, and I it, we want because we never really officially knew how Scar got his scar and was named Scar. So we're assuming that this is the story of Mufasa and Scar, and we're getting to it. So this has been reported for a while, but this has been officially confirmed. Um, they Are we also bringing talk- back James Earl Jones and Jeremy Irons? No official word on any casting yet, um, but these are going to be younger versions. So possibly, but and what knows. is Scar's name? That's what yeah, I want to know. Saying, because Scar feels like a nickname. So does he have a real name? And if so, why? And what happened to the Scar? Why did he get the Scar? So I think this is what we're going to learn there. Mm-hmm. Um, they also talked about the full cast for The Little Mermaid. Um, most of them we already knew. I think they just weren't officially confirmed as to what their characters were going to be. Um right. Ariel's Holly Bailey, Sebastian, David Diggs, which in for that. Ready uh, for that. King, King Triton is Javier Bardem, uh, Flounder, Jacob Tremblay, Ursula, Mith- Melissa McCarthy, Prince mm-hmm. Eric, Jonah Hauer King, and Scuttle is Aquafina, which I think is brilliant casting. Yeah, it'll be great. Brilliant casting. Um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. We talked about how they were working on this a while ago, too. Um, but they are going to be doing a, a live action slash animation hybrid of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Um, it's set to be released on Disney Plus in spring of 2022. Um, they got their first, so we got our first official details. Um, uh, the person that is directing this is Akiva Schaefer um, from Lonely Island. He also directed Popstar Never Say, Never Stop, Never Stopping, which is. So it's such a funny movie. Um, oh, it's a great but, movie. It's just basically Justin Bieber's life, kind of, in a way, sort of. Told by Anna, Anna, uh, Andy Samberg. Um, Andy Samberg, yeah. Yeah. So it's which, it's a Lonely Island production. So, yeah. um, and Akiva is movie. part of Lonely Island. Um, the two characters, Chip and Dale, will be, will be vo- voiced by John Mulaney and mm-hmm. Andy Samberg, which I'm here for that. Um, <laughs> I dude, I love John Mulaney. I adore John Mulaney. He is hysterical. Um, <laughs> uh, Seth Rogen is also set to make a cameo appearance in that movie. Of course, of course. And now let's get into the live action productions. So, Pinocchio is coming, uh, starring Tom Hanks and directed by Robert Zemeckis. I'm ready for that. I mean, he's got obviously Geppetto. Come on. Yeah. So when we did dream casting, remember that we did that a hundred years ago. Did mm-hmm. we say Tom Hanks for Geppetto? I feel like we did. I feel like we probably did in some way or another. We probably did. I'll say yes. Sure. Cool. Why not? Why not? Um, Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, uh-huh. David Lowry directs and, and the cast includes uh, so far. Yara Shadidi, Shahidi, um, as the in the role of Tinkerbell. Uh, I think we talked about her before. She's from Blackish and Gro- Black, Gronish. Yes, yes, yes. And Jude Law as Captain Hook. That's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. 
It's going to yeah, be great. I'm in for that. We'll see who they do as Peter Pan and Wendy. That'll be obviously the titular characters. And we'll, and it'll I be have a feeling casting. it'll probably be like somebody, two people we don't know. That's my guess. Because you it's, already got two big names. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was hoping for Wendy, maybe um, Eleven from Stranger Things. But I uh, this point, she's Oh, Bobby Brown. Uh, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. But I think Millie she's getting Bobby too old. Brown. She's getting yeah. too old. I think it's got to be somebody younger. I think, yeah, yeah, for sure. it'll be somebody we don't know. Yeah, um, they also announced uh, for Disney Plus a sequel to Enchanted is coming called Disenchanting mm-hmm. or Disenchanted. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to star Amy Adams, who of course uh, starred in the original film as Giselle. Uh, it is um, the they didn't say a date for when this will be released, but what's interesting about this is the development of this film originally started ten years ago in 2010. So wow. this has been in development for a very long time. So they are finally look like they're going forward with it. Um, and then another one that I didn't see coming that I'm really excited about randomly, Sister Act 3. I'm super excited about that one, to Me be honest too. with you. I, I love the Sister Act movies so much. Same. Very they're much the same. so funny. And, you know, they hold up. I watched them recently. They're still funny. They, they hold. So you're good. right. They hold up. To, they last for sure. Um, Whoopi Goldberg is set to star again. Um, and Tyler Perry is producing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Disney animation also series uh, have been announced for Disney+. Plus. They're doing a Baymax series, a Zootopia series, a Tiana series, and a Moana series. Whew, everything's so, going to streaming. I mean, yeah, that's, that's well, the thing, obviously. I mean, with all things considered, what we're all staying home now, and we all got to be entertained in some way. So here we go. Well, and here's the thing. I think um, these companies are realizing that they're going to make more money off of this, putting things on their own out on these streaming series than they ever will with trying to get them on traditional TV or trying to get right. them up. Because then they have to pay other people. So Disney's right. like, is making so much money from this. Because you think they have 70 some million subscribers already and those 70 million are paying six bucks a month for this service um and it looks like we're going up a dollar too by the way um fine. not like me if you bought three years yeah so uh, oh yeah um anyways i don't think <laughs> did we buy three years We've gone one year. We've already celebrated the first the first I anniversary. I just can't remember if I bought the three year or the one year deal. Oh, uh, I, I bought the three year deal. So I still Anyways. got it. So yeah. And they're gonna do new packages too, where you can get Disney Plus and Hulu and Hulu with no commercials, which I was waiting wow. for. So I think we're gonna switch to that one because I buy Hulu with no commercials. I don't really care about the ESPN though. So I don't know. We're gonna have to compare and contrast prices well now that disney owns everything they pretty much will own the market with fox and you know know. everything hulu this new stars thing star thing you know they're gonna have it all i know it's insane Uh, it's just crazy what they have so those uh four series baymax utopia tiana and moana um tiana will be cool because it'll also tie into um uh the new splash mountain yeah right Mm -hmm. that they are working on um, they're also doing a collaboration with the Pan African com- Entertainment Company, Kujali. Um, uh, they will team up for an all new science fiction series coming to Disney Plus in 2022, Iwaju. Um, it looks really pretty. Um, the visual image of this, I want to try to pull this up on the screen for you really quick. 
Hulu so that you can see. Um, oh no. Oh no. Oh, we can't no. go to there. No, I just clicked the wrong link and it went to everything. And I'm like, no, I just want this one tweet. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, it still won't let me go to it. Hold on. I can find it. There it is. It's so pretty. Um, the images for this. And I just want to show it to you because it's really cool. Uh, do, 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 do. Sorry. I wanted you guys to see this. Um, I mean, how gorgeous does that look? Oh, that looks great. Oh, yeah. that looks good. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, so that's uh, more stuff coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, we're not done, guys. I'm om- We're almost there, I promise. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, Pixar, I believe. Is- oh, wait, no. Before we get to Pixar, we got a first look at Encanto. Um, this is a film directed by Brian Howard and Jared Bush, co-directed and co-written by Cherise Castro-Smith, and music written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, I had a... Where did... Hold on. I have so many information in so many different places. It's kind of crazy. Um, where did I put the information on that? Uh, it's about a magical town. That's what I remember reading. From <laughs> I don't it's know. What, uh, okay. I give up. It's about a magical town somewhere. You guys, I thought I had it all in the one place and I don't. So there we go. Anyways. So about a magical town. Yay, excited. But it's music by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Disney has also realized that Lin-Manuel Miranda makes them money. So they are doing whatever they can to do stuff with him. And he is happy to do it. So that's good. A hundred percent. Moving on to Pixar stuff. Um, they talked to, they're going to do some more episodes coming in the next coming months for Inside, Inside Pixar. Um, they're also doing a collection of mini shorts called Popcorn featuring some of your favorite Pixar characters from Toy Story, Cars, everything, um, including Ducky and Bunny, which I will be here for that. I am here. And Bunny. Yes, Ducky and Bunny for sure. Keenan, Keenan and Peele. Yeah. Love Keen it. Keenan and Peele. Yeah, Keenan and Peele. Yeah. Love it. Um, Doug, Doug Days, an up spinoff series following the adventures of Doug the Dog. Um, a new series following Cars favorites Lightning McQueen and Mater coming fall of 2022. Um, Pixar's first original long-form animated series, Win or Lose, is coming in fall of 2023. Pixar also announced its next film, Luca, will head to theaters in June of 2021. And from the director of Bao, Demishi's Turning Red hit, will hit theaters in March 11th of 2022. We got our kind of first look at that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of an interesting story. Um, the synopsis for that is Meet Mai. She experiences the awkwardness of being a teenager with an added twist. When she gets too excited, she transforms into a red panda. <laughs> cool. That's um, awesome. I'm ready so for it. We'll get that. And so I believe is that all the Pixar stuff? Um, yes, that's all the Pixar stuff. Oh, wait, no, one more. Sorry. Lightyear. Apparently, Buzz Lightyear is based on a real guy in the world of Toy Story. His name is um Lightyear, and he will be voiced by Chris Evans. Um, oh. And this will be the definitive story of the original Buzz Lightyear. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So there's that. And that'll be coming okay. into theaters June 17th, 2022. Wow. Okay. <sighs> okay. So. Speaking of Chris Evans and <laughs> transition. Let's go into Marvel. Yeah. Marvel. Oh, boy. Um, Marvel had a whole bunch of stuff. Um, starting off that you got another trailer for WandaVision. Um, remember that releases January 15th, 2021. Um, I believe it's six episodes. Did you um, uh, follow them on Instagram where they kept just putting new 
versions of um, the poster. The poster, and it was like different yeah. eras. It was. I thought that was pretty cool and clever. Yeah, and the trailer looked really great. There's a lot of fun Easter eggs. Did I write any of them down in my? I'm telling you, we've been. I, this has been like two days. There's of too stuff. many. There's too many. There's too I many. mean, there's I mean, so much. This could be another whole episode just us breaking down uh, the WandaVision Easter eggs. So we're not going to yeah. do it, but it just does definitely look interesting. And the rumor is that Doctor Strange will be appearing in it because this is what's going to lead us into the multiverse of madness. Right. Um, speaking of Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness, they did talk about that. Um, it will be released March 25th, 2022. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Uh, are you just going through? Uh, like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm reading. Notes. I'm reading. I'm reading my notes. Um. So, Axel, I'm so darn terrible at pronouncing names. Exotel Gomez will start, and I don't think I got that right. Um, as American Chav, America Chavez, better known as Miss America, Marvel's premier Latin American LGBTQ character. So mm-hmm. awesome for more representation. Um, and they said that this movie will also tie into the next Spider-Man movies. Um, but the multiverse of madness that it's going to tie into the next Spider-Man three, which I have a whole bunch of news that we're going to talk about later on that as well. Um, so we're tying everything in together. We also got our first look into the Falcon and winter soldier, which looks so good. I can't, I can't wait to see this. I mean, the chemistry between uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian, Sebastian Stan is so good. And to have an entire series on this, I mean, wow. March 19th can't get here any quicker. It can't. It can't. And I'm nope. six. That one is also a six episode series. Um, yeah. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, they talked a little bit about Black Widow, the Eternals and Shang-Chi, the Legend of Ten Rings. Um they a lot of people are still hoping that they're going to put Black Widow onto Disney Plus, but as of right now, that's not probably going to be the case. Um, it looks like they're still committed to having it going to theaters on May seventh of twenty twenty one. So it'll maybe be almost just do a premiere. Maybe hopefully it could be a premiere thing. Yeah, and then maybe we'll get it a couple weeks later. I mean, honestly, I don't know if we'll be in a great place still in May as far as COVID goes. So yeah, they won't get the the uptick that they'll want um right um they also uh said that shang chi and the legends of 10 rings had just wrapped filming and that's going to debut july 9th of 2021 and mm-hmm. the eternals will release november 5th of 2021 so we're getting three marvel movies next year right crazy. right i mean uh, yeah it's, I it's mean, crazy it's insane yes um, we also got a little look at Loki, which is coming May 2021 to Disney Plus. Uh, I am so excited about this. I didn't. I love that Owen Wilson is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see the Time Variance Authority, um, which has uh, been a big thing in the comic book. So people are super excited about this. Um, it it looks uh, the Rocks and Energy Corporation. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that they're going to put into this that people are really excited about this. So we're, I can't wait to see that. Um, the, they also gave us a look into what ifs, which is the um, animated series, Marvel animated series. This is the one uh, it's basically saying, well, what if instead of Captain America, we had Captain uh, Peggy Carter and right. Peggy Carter became the super soldier. What right. if the, uh, 
what if they took um, T'Challa instead of uh, of Star Lord? Uh, that's one of the care thing stories. So it's fun little like what if scenarios that scenarios. they're putting into these animated episodes. Um, and it looks like this will also be um, the last time that we see Chadwick Boseman as uh, T'Challa. It will be in within this series. Hmm. Um, even though it is animated, he did do the voice for it. Um, okay. So it's really sad that that will be the last uh, T'Challa we'll see. Speaking of that, they did confirm that they are working on Black Panther 2. Um, yep. And they will not be recasting uh, Chadwick uh, Black Panther. Uh, T'Challa will always be Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Um, they will. So what they're going to be doing with this new uh, movie is they will be further exploring the other characters that we move that we met. Um, so you know, prefer you know Shuri and all those other wonderful characters that we met. I mean, I could just watch a movie of the women in that movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think we've talked about it. How it's going to be? Uh, suppose it's going to like his passing will happen off screen. It'll be the very first part of the movie. And then yeah. it'll go dive into the, um, you know, the other characters and the, the females yeah. and, and kind of go moving forward from what happens now. Yeah. So, so I yeah. love that they're doing that, that they're not recasting. So um, really, I'm excited about that. Um, we also got our first look at Miss Marvel. Miss um, mm-hmm. Marvel, Marvel, a.k.a. Kamala Khan. Um, mm-hmm. She's a character that is very much loved. Um, and it's going to be a teen drama similar to that of maybe the great Spider-Man tales, but filtered through a uh, character who is absolutely loves superheroes. Um, she's a huge superhero fan. And then she finds herself developing superhero powers of her own. Um, so um, it'll be, it'll, it, it looks like it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a fun take on, um, this character and will be introduced to Miss Marvel. And then eventually she will be taken into Captain Marvel. Um, The next Captain Marvel movie is what they're saying. Um, So yay, that'll be fun. Um, We got a little more look at Hawkeye and by a little more look, they just mentioned it. (laughs) Poor Hawkeye. Hawkeye always gets the, the, stick, man. Yeah. Like everybody's just like Hawkeye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's there like, oh, just remember, here's Hawkeye. And then, you know, who's going to he's going to, you know, who's going to take over the mantle for for Hawkeye. And you're like, OK, cool. Well, like, really, at least he's there. And really what they did is confirm that Haley Steinfeld will be playing Kate Bishop and Hawkeye. That's basically yeah. all they confirmed. Um, yeah. So they didn't even really talk about Hawkeye and poor Jen- Jeremy Renner. It's just like, OK, cool. I'm here, I guess. Cool. Awesome. I get mentioned. The character gets mentioned. Awesome. Yeah. Um, they also confirmed uh, Tatiana Maslany as uh, She-Hulk, which I believe was confirmed. No, it actually yeah. wasn't officially, officially confirmed. So they confirmed her for She-Hulk. Um, and they also said uh, that Mark Ruffalo will be making an appearance and Tim Roth will return as the abomination. Um, mm-hmm. So anytime we can see Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, I'm down. And as I said, when they said, when this casting news was announced of Tatiana Maslany, as Jen Walters, aka She-Hulk, I am so happy. She is one of the best actresses out there. She is underrated. Um, She's—I mean, she did win an Emmy, but she's so fantastic. And so I can't wait to see her in something else. I've missed her so much. Um, so um, 
said uh, they also had a bunch of so those were all just some movies well, and series. They also talked about Disney Plus series uh, during the Marvel Disney Plus series during the during the presentation. Um, right. um, hold on, let me go to the page that I had all that on. You guys, there's too much. Uh, Moon Knight. Um, we they did confirm this before, is but it's coming to Disney Plus. It's the story of Mark Spencer, a Batman-like vigilante who has dissociative identity or, disorder and superpowers granted to him by an Egyptian god. Um, they didn't confirm casting for the show, but there it's heavy, heavily speculated that Ice, Oscar Isaac will lead, uh, aka Poe Dameron. Um, so uh, there's no official release date, but that is still on the works. Uh, Secret Invasion, uh, Nick Fury, a.k.a. Samuel L. Jackson, is coming to a Disney Plus series. Uh, this one, um, the scrolls that we had learned about in the last Captain Marvel movie, it'll be um, following along their storylines as they invade bodies. I don't know. Um, a lot of people are saying this is probably going to be a buddy cop meets spy thriller um, type show. Um, so that'll be kind of fun. Um I'm excited for that. Ironheart, which is a character that people are love within the comics. Yeah, so we're going to see Ironheart come to the uh, Disney Plus as a series. Um, uh, it's people are really, it's uh, Ironheart is a, um, a black female teen who takes over the Iron Man role um, because Tony Stark starts mentoring her. Now, obviously, Ironheart or Tony Stark has passed away. So, you know, how that's going to come within the series might be different than what they do in the comic books. But people love this character. So to see her in a series, people are going to be really great. Um, Dominique Thorne will be starring as the title role. Um, so that's that's another exciting Marvel thing. What um, about, are you excited about what Kevin, uh, Kevin Feige has revealed? About what? We're the not fantastic four. I'm not even there yet. Hula, oh my I'm gosh. We're almost, I think so much information. We're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> um, they talked about armor wars. Don Cheadle's returning as James Rhodes, AKA war machine in armor wars. Um, it's a classic Marvel story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming to true. What happens when his tech fail falls into the wrong hands? Um, so we'll Ooh. get a Don Cheadle series. I'm here for that. Um, they talked about while they're filming the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie, they're going to film a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Please. Wait, you what? Have... I know. I didn't know about this. James Gunn is going to be back to write and direct a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Like, straight up Star Wars old school holiday special. We have Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, it makes sense because of the fact that, you know, there was a lot of amazing music that was kind of brought you know, out of the movies. So why not do a holiday special I, and then let's bring and I some think it's gonna be totally cheesy, tongue in cheek. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. The original Star Wars special, all kinds of stuff. All right, we're almost there, guys. I promise. Also, they're doing um an I Am Groot series, which will be a short starring Groot. <laughs> and all you hear is I am Groot. Uh, I I'm, am Groot. It'll be baby Groot and it'll be the series everybody will love. Um you know, Grogu might have a run for his money is the cutest thing on Disney Plus. Um, they just mm. uh, talked about Blade and how that is still an active development. Um, oh, so yeah. Still on the work on the books. Um, Thor: Love and, Th Love and Thunder. 
they officially announced that Christian Bale is joining the cast. We already knew this, um, but he right. will be playing the villain, Gore the God Butcher. There's a name. There's uh, a name. They'll hit theaters May 6, 2022. Wow. Um, wow. Ant-Man and the Lost, Quantum Mania. I know. That's that's an be interesting awesome. name. Um, and Peyton Reed is back to direct to direct the third Ant-Man film. Um, mm-hmm. Paul Rudd, eventually, you know, Lily, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer will all return. Catherine Newton joins the cast as Cassie Lang and Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. Um, Ooh, I'm Cassie excited. Lang, I believe, is his... No, that's not his daughter. Yeah. His daughter? Yeah, it's uh, Scott Lang's daughter. Yeah, so she'll become a hero of her own. Yeah, she'll um, be like a superhero. And then yeah. finally, I believe this is finally, yes, finally, the last thing on our slate of things to talk about is Fantastic Four is coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. People have been begging for this for years, and we're finally going to see the Fantastic Four within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We've seen the Fantastic Four on screen a couple times, and they haven't gone so well. So, so this technically would be the third team, right? Technically? Because there was two with... With Chris Evans and um, uh, and Jessica Alba and um, was there two or was there just the one? I think there was just one with that movie, and then there was another one that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, just Um, recently came out, and then that was when it was with Sony. It was a Sony property, but now they have. So uh, this is the third one. Four is part part of the Marvel deal. Disney got uh, Fantastic Four as part of the Fox deal, or were they part of Fox then? I'm sorry. Fantastic Four was part of Fox, and as part of the Fox deal, Disney got Fo- uh, Fantastic Four back. So, so this they're going to third times a charm. Yeah, they're going to weave them in. John Watts, who directed Spider Man, um, Homecoming, and Spider Man Far From Home, will direct this. Um, so no release date or casting information or anything like that. But that's another thing we'll be able to look forward to. I'm tired. Wow. I'm wow. So tired. We've already, we've gone through all of that and haven't even talked about the Mandalorian. I know. Well, okay. So a couple of the news things. First off, since we're still in the Marvel, Marvel thing, um, some more news came out about Spider-Man 3. Um, the Hollywood Reporter confirmed that Sam, uh, one of the stars from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man films is back and now will be part of the MCU. Alfred Molina is returning as Dr. Octopus in this new wow. movie. Uh, he portrayed uh, Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 2. That was... Um, he was Dr. Octopus in Dr. Oct- which version? Was it the Andrew Garfield yeah, was, or the Toby? No, Maguire? it was the Toby Maguire version. Right. Okay. Because so, I remember, yeah. So, and now the rumors are picking up that Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield, Kristen Dunst, and they're still working on um, what's her face, um, Emma Stone. But that they will all be coming for this new one. They've already said that Jamie Foxx will be coming back as Electro. I mean, so what it looks like is that we'll be going into this multiverse. And as part of this multiverse, we have several different Spider-Mans and different universes. Very similar as to what they did in um, the Sony animated Into the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales, which was a fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. Um, Animated movie, if you haven't seen it yet. Um, so they'll be doing something similar and bringing back all these old Spider-Mans. Um, they're also saying that it looks like Charlie Cox will be in this one, um, reprising his role as Matt Murdock from the canceled um, Daredevil Netflix series. Um, so mm. that'll bring him into the MCU. 
Um, so, phew. It's exhausting. Like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> There's so much news. So much news. I in know. The so much news. Um, Disney really, World. Really quickly, too, um, just an update on the Disney Cruise Lines before we go into Mandalorian. Um, Disney Cruise Lines have canceled any sailings that is longer than seven nights through yeah. October of 2021. 20, and just to go with, um, in a, uh, uh, based on CDC guidelines, um, which prohibits cruise ships from operating voyages longer than seven nights. Um, yeah. So they're canceling more ships. I don't know actually when, honestly, uh, cruises will he- head back up. I don't think it'll be for a while, even longer than originally anticipated. Um, just because, I mean, the uptick of cases has gotten so much. They did have one cruise that went out, I think, last week. And it was out for like a day before yeah. they realized they somebody had the positive. But then it was like a false positive. Right, right. So it's. <sighs> they won't it's, come back until like, I'd say end of 2022. I, oh, God, you think it's going to be a whole another two years? Yeah, I, I that's what my thoughts are. I mean, because by the time the vaccine comes out, and yeah. then you know, you know, making sure, I, I, I just envision it being like legit, like on a consistent basis. Maybe they may throw yeah. some things out here and there, but I think as like a legitimate, like, and and pretty much Disney cruises will be the last thing on the Disney, you know, list of what's going to be reopening again. You yeah. know what I mean? It'll be the that's very, very last thing. That's what Disney said is that the cruises will probably be last to open. Um, So, I mean, hey, but look, uh, vaccines went out today. The first shipment went out today. So, you know, we're on the positive trajectory. So just hopefully that we continue to stay positive. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of positive stuff, let's go to the Mandalorian, shall we? Oh, my gosh. Can we? Are you a believer? Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Spoiler. Hula, go. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, it, you, this is the, what is it? Do they call this the penultimate? Because this is the second to last uh, episode of the season. Yes. Yeah. So this is, you know, you, you, we, we found out last episode that Grogu has been taken captive and now Mando is set to go get Bill Burr's character. Um, what was it? Mayfield. Go get Mayfield, Mayfield and break him out of the jail, um, which I thought honestly was kind of hilarious because obviously, as we know, Cardoon is now the marshal and yeah. he goes and sees Kara, says, hey, I need this guy to come out. We they we go to this. What is it? The planet that, where he's like, well, I need to back up one there. Did you find okay. it concerning that a new ranger of this new republic just suddenly can be like she like just was put in as a ranger or whatever her title is in this new Republic. And she can right. go to a random like jail yeah. or whatever with nothing and just get and a prisoner after- just because she can. Right. Like, that I, I, felt a little that, weird. I, I, it felt a little weird, but then part of me was like, okay, then she must be really high up there. Like her rank must be super. I don't think she is though. That's the thing. She's just supposed to be like a ranger for her area. Well, but apparently she had some power or clout to or get. Or maybe the New Republic out. has some issues and they need work. <laughs> I'm just saying there's probably not a internal checks and balances yet that maybe they need to work on. It was a little, or it was a little too easy for him to like have this droid come up and be like, you know, prisoner number, whatever, whatever, let's go. Yeah. 
I'm going to tell you. I thought it was like, I almost felt like uh, it was a parent talking to a kid. Like, I'm going to tell you one more time, you need to go. Like, oh, okay, if you don't go, I'm going to give you a spanking. Like, you need to go right now. Wild. It was so weird. Um, Also in that junkyard, too, did you notice the the ATAT being used as a crank? So apparently the original design for the ATATs and the original Empire Strikes Back were based off of cranes used at Oakland's uh, shipyard. Um, Wow. I didn't know that. So the fact that they are now being used as cranes... It's kind of fun, like, like kind Star of a Wars Easter egg. More, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I loved it. I loved it. And then the fact that they got him back and just, you know, had to. Where did they go to this? Like some random base. I can't remember the name of the planet, but yeah, but where yeah. there is still imperial um, outposts that are apparently refining like highly explosive stuff. Right, right, uh, Radonian, Radonian, yeah, Radonian, whatever it is yeah. that feels, and, and apparently in its raw state, you have to like filter it out in order for it to be utilized as fuel. So yeah. that's what's happening, and it's interesting because you're in a situation where the Mandalorian in this episode in the series has become kind of what you call, you know, the good guy or whatever, and now he has to. Well, first of all. The fact that they're trying to get onto this base and the fact that they have to get on this base and no one else can, like, help out Mayfield. Like, Cara Dune can't do it because, obviously, she's the marshal. And Finnick can't do it because Finnick apparently has, if they recognize her, she'll be spotted or whatever. But then Boba Fett can't do it. And my question was, like, why couldn't Boba Fett do it? Because most of his time isn't he in a mask and don't people not know what his face looks like anyways <laughs> like well he had to take off his his mask eventually at one point remember that was the whole thing is that they were worried about somebody seeing his face and here's the thing so boba fett is a clone a part of the clone army so him saying they might recognize my face is a callback uh, to the fact that he's a clone because they all have the same, the same face. Got it. Okay. Okay. I was just wondering. I was like, well, your face is all tattered anyway, so I'm pretty sure. Well, you know. he looks like a clone still because he was the clone. He was a clone. Yeah. yeah. So, that's, so then that's obviously yeah. Mando has to go and do it. And yeah. Mando, like, okay, cool. And then I just love the Mayfield and Mando's uh, back and forth. Like, just in really that vehicle. It was, it was interesting because yeah. Mayfield talked a lot more. Like, I almost saw a different side of Mayfield that I didn't see when he first appeared. Oh, 100% you did. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It almost made me like Bill Burr for a minute. Um, right, right. The comedian Bill Burr. I know you don't like them. I know you don't like them. Um, but um, but it was interesting, like to be on the fact that they're invading a planet and taking away resources from these people, and now they're sitting. Obviously, they're undercover, and they really aren't there to take this Redonium. But yet, it was interesting for them to see the faces of you know these kids and like taking away something that really belonged to their the people. You know, right. it was interesting. It was an interesting twist on it that you were sitting there going okay like you're really doing something bad but you're doing it for a good reason because you're trying to find the coordinates to moth gideon right right it was interesting so, it, it, it was a interesting take back and it also kind of makes you think a little bit more about the republic and what's happening there and how much are they different and things like that so that was kind of the take but, but then you eventually realized that 
all the war crimes that he was made to do, killing his own, co- you know, cohorts, killing part of the Empire army, um, and all these innocent people, uh, you know, they, the Empire really didn't care. The Republic wouldn't have done that. So that's right. where he, that's when he realized that's when he started shooting people. Well, it's interesting because I found it like a really weird, not weird, but an Easter egg to when Han and Luke dressed up as stormtroopers. The yes. fact that, you know what I mean? I was like, that wait. Was that's- it was a great Easter And it also put in a little realism because Bill Burr's like, this guy's so sweaty. So wet. Right. And you never seen that before. No. You, it's like, okay, you put on the costume, you put on the armor and you're like, just go with it. He was like a real person. Like, oh, this is so gross. Like, I can't. Like, it's so warm. His hands are so, so, yeah, it was like a cool, almost like humanizing of that moment. And then, yeah, they go through it. They see all these, these, uh, you know, blown up shit, uh, vehicles. And they're like, oh crap, like what's going on right now? And then all of a sudden you hear over the, you know, that's when they find out they're actually have radonium in the, you know, vehicle and they're trying to transport it and pirates are coming after them. Yeah. And that's. A great fight scene too. Oh my god, amazing fight scene, and, and it just show, goes to show like all of the um, the armor is nothing when you are wearing Beskar. Like, come on, yeah, like that was so nothing. Beskar, he quickly comes to realize the Mandalorian that stormtrooper armor is so crap nothing. compared to Beskar. It's uh, literally yeah, it's plastic. It's yeah, literally. It just- shatters yeah. yeah and then it, it was it was kind of a weird moment for me like when mando's fighting these pirates and you know they're trying to blow up the the vehicle and mando's trying to not make that happen because they need to get to the base and it was interesting when um the pirates came in full force and they all had the detonators ready to go and mando's like okay this is it i'm just gonna stand here and you know i'm gonna go down you know if i have to fight i'm gonna go you know go down swinging and then all of a sudden, you see the, the uh, Tie Fighters come in, and you're yeah. like, like you're almost like weirdly excited to see a Tie Fighter. Like it's the first right? time. Like, yeah, Tie Fighters are gonna save the day, and you're like, oh wait, that's weird. That that was a weird. Like you felt weird as yeah. a fan cheering for the bad guy. Right, right. But technically, they weren't. You know, it was weird. And then it was, it was in- also weird. When they ended up at the base and they finally made it, and the, I don't know if you found it weird, but like everybody was like kind of cheering. It was almost yeah. a reminded me of the scene of like Return of the Jedi when they all came back from you know they're and even like or from a new you know, hope when they come right. back to the end of New Hope and they're all congratulating like, Luke. Yeah, did you find that weird? It was weird. I mean, just like to think about it. I mean, it just shows you there's two sides to every coin. Um, right, because what you only know is what you know, whatever you were born into. So did you, which is one of the points he made in there that was so interesting. He's like, you were born into Mandalore, so you, this is what you know. Somebody bo- born into um, Alderaan thinks something completely different. But guess what? Right. Neither of you there anymore. So you got to figure the figure it out, which was really exactly. interesting. It was he very also, interesting. Um, it feels like it, it, I don't know if this was in the script or if this was an ad lib, but at one point Bill Burr says, oh, let's, come on, let's go work on those TPS reports. And I about fell over in my chair. Oh my gosh, the office. Yeah, I like it was literally from office space. It was from office I space. Died. It was I died. I died when he said talked about the TPS. I know. But yeah, obviously they get to the, the base, everything's good. They run into an old 
uh, whatever he was, Captain Sergeant, I don't know, uh, leader. And Bill Burt Mayfield's worried because he's going to get recognized. And they have to go to this machine that scans your face, which I thought was hilarious that Mando's like, okay, I'll totally go do it. And just didn't take off his helmet at the first time. I'm like, Mando, it's not going to work. Like, I don't know what you're thinking that you're, you're, it's going to scan your helmet and be like, eh, eh. like, come on. We all know that's not going to happen. Yeah. So um, I guess he had to try it, obviously. Well, no, he tried it. I, it just shows that what this character arc for Mando is, is that, you know, he started as this guy that was very cultist to this Mandalorian religion into, you know, this is the way we are to never put off our uh, mask. We are always, right. you know, always supposed to have our helmets on, always supposed to be a part of that. And so he's now changing because of his love for Grogu into somebody different. And he's starting to question his own beliefs and the way, and it's forcing him to change. And so that's what it's, it's kind of fun to see this change in a character, this arc and that you've slowly seen. And now he is to where he is now, where he'd be willing to take off his helmet for this character. Well, there's two sides to it because he's definitely doing it for Grogu. But then on top of that, to run into like Bo-Katan and like she takes off her helmet, you know what I mean? Yeah, or run into right. Boba Fett. And, and now he's questioning like, wait, there's exactly. a set of people that will take off their helmet. Like, so I think that was kind of interesting, like an interesting, like deep dive into his character. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It was, it was interesting to go that further. Yeah, he's realizing uh, that. that everything that he was a part of might not be the only way. Yes, this is and the even, way that they did it, but this might not actually be the way. But then even Mayfield was like, dude, like, I don't get you guys. Like, you say, oh, don't take off your helmet. Don't take off your helmet. But yet, you're in this disguise. You technically took off your helmet. Is it don't take off this helmet or is it don't show your face? What are you trying to tell me here? Right. And even the Mandalorian was like, I don't even know. Don't like, know. Did, didn't even say anything. And so then finally we get to the point where the, that, you know, the leader record, you know, kind of like sits there and buys them a drink. They all sit around and it's like, it's like, he's, you see a change in Mayfield's character because mm -hmm. he was like, you know, you thought Mayfield's like this former Imperial soldier. And then all of a sudden, like, he's like, dude, we, you know, we have to do what we have to do. And he was like, totally the, the leader seemed like he was totally stoked until he gets killed by Mayfield. Cause he couldn't take it anymore. It was like, it was it, really I was like, wow. It was really interesting to see all that stuff. And I'm, um, and then, you know, uh, so they leave obviously with a, in a blaze of pew pews and <laughs> Mayfield out there and realizes the difference between the Republic and the empire and says the empire is worse. And then she just blows up the entire place, um, right. which was dope. Um, right. it was, it was blazing. really fun episode. And then the final part of the episode, uh, Moff Gideon is in his ship. And he has received a message from Mandal the Mandalorian. And it's literally the exact message that Moff Gideon gave him in the um, in the final episode of last season. You um, have what I want. You have. You don't know what it means. I know what it means to me. Like, it's wild. So It is crazy. And Moff Gideon's face is like, oh, crap. Oh, poop. Um, that's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's and so I'm excited to see how this season's gonna end. I'm super excited. Wait. I'm so excited he, for this episode. This next season. How did you feel about the fact that in this episode of The Believer, we did not see one glimpse of Baby Yoda, aka the child, him. aka Groku? I missed him, but it made sense. I mean, right, right, because he's 
handcuffed and whatever. But I mean, it was the first episode where you don't see him. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You've seen him every single episode. That's true. Yeah. So in the first episode, you see him at the end. Granted, it's the yeah. very end. But you, this is the first episode you don't see Grogu. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I thought it was great leading up to the final. So there's a lot of speculation where they're going to end up, where Moff Gideon's um, ship is. There's a possibility. Uh, somebody, one of the videos I watched said maybe he's going towards Kamino because Kamino that we saw in the Attack of the Clones um, has obviously a history of cloning people. Uh, right. So that could very much be where they're going because that's one of the things they're trying to do is clone, I think, um, uh, 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 Palpatine, um, as we've seen, because that's basically what Snoke is, is a Palpatine clone. Huh. Um, so we're trying to say, so I, it's, I can't wait to see where this takes us in the storyline. This is just, I'm fascinated by the storyline and I can't wait to see more. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm 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 curious to know in this finale, are we going to see Ahsoka? Are we going to see Bo-Katan? Are we going to get those people back at the end? I don't think we'll see Ahsoka. I think we'll see Bo-Katan. Because uh, she yeah, is. She looking, still has the ship. Well, and she's looking for Moff Gideon because she wants that the dark saber, the dark saber, dark saber. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, well, we, we got it from her. So we will we get a resolution out. and what will be the cliffhanger? Yeah, it'll be interesting. Only one more episode. I can't handle that. There's only one more episode. I can't but that's handle fine. it. I can't handle it. That's okay. <laughs> I, I, it's okay because I got to get ready for Wandavision. Oh my god! Next I know. Month. I know. So yeah, hey, we're good. I'm good. So let's let's wrap it up here. It's been an hour and a half, and I'm exhausted now. Oh, yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, too much. Too much going on. Before we go with the holiday season, um, I just want to remind you guys again: um, if you're looking for a charity to give some extra money too. I'm going to remind you of a couple ones. Last year, week we talked about uh, cast member pa- cast member pantry. Definitely um, they are giving money to laid off and furloughed cast members both on the West Coast and the East Coast. Um, they're getting uh, food and resources out to them. So that's a great place to send your money. Uh, they're on Venmo cast member pantry. I'm also going to suggest give, uh, give kids the world. Um, it is an amazing place in Florida. Um, I want to make sure I have it right. Yeah, Give Kids the World. It is an amazing resort in Florida. Um, they provide vacations for children that are critic uh, that have critical illnesses for them and their families. A child doesn't pay a penny to go to this. Um, you just, if you're a child, no, no family pays a penny for this. Um, they get to stay at this amazing resort. The give kids the world village in um, Florida. Um, and then they also give them theme park tickets. And this Aww. place is an incredible place. It's not open right now because of COVID um, as right. far as sending kids on to the vacations. Cause most of them, you know, they can't go really to um, the theme parks or anything, but they are still raising money that they'll be able to do it again once this is all over. And it's just an amazing place. Um, so if you have a couple extra bucks, theme park related, you know, Disney works with them a lot. There's a lot of different, or, uh, all the theme parks and attractions in, the, in Orlando really work with them um, to make sure that these kids get to have some time away from treatments and doctor visits and all kinds of nonsense to give them a sense of being a real kid and enjoying a real vacation with their families and just trying to forget about it all for just a couple days. So yeah. if you have a couple extra 
you know, things, a couple extra dollars you want to give to a good organization, definitely suggest give, give kids the world. And also St. Jude. I'll always suggest St. Jude because they are the best. Um, I'm such a fan of what they do over there, the research that they do and the kids, you know, a kid never pays a penny. A family never pays a penny for Mm -hmm. their kid going to St. Jude, not transportation, food, housing, nothing. Um, for the entire family. It's an amazing thing that they do at St. Jude. So if you have a couple extra dollars, there's a few organizations that could really use it this time of year. So I just wanted to spread the love. Let's spread it, please. Absolutely. All right, Hula, where can we find you? You can find me um, on my podcast, Monday through Friday, Life with Hula. Um, You can subscribe over there. You can also find me on social media, Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D. What about you, Jess? Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Producer Jessica. Um, you can also find my new YouTube channel with my son. We only have a couple, one video up so far um, for the Knots event, which unfortunately has been canceled. Um, I know. Uh, they say it's coming back the 26th of December, supposedly, but I don't think we'll be back anywhere. Um, but uh, anyways, Adventures with Walt on YouTube. I'm going so please- to watch it right now. Yay! Um, Yay. We're working on another one for the drive-thru event that was here in Del Mar um, at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Uh, That should be up hopefully this week. Um, So that's our new project is a new YouTube because why not? And then you can always find me Monday through Friday from 5 to 10 a.m. with John and Tammy the morning on 1037 KSON or on the radio.com app. And you can find our podcast on um, Leader of the Club uh, podcast on Instagram or if you want to find it on Facebook, same thing. Or you can always email us at leaderoftheclubpod at gmail.com. So lots of ways to find us. Lots of ways. All right, Hula. Well, until next time. See you real soon. Bye. Bye.